tonight on Truth Today, the pride that comes before a fall. We're going to be discussing the end time perversion. We're going to be discussing the World Health Organization power grab. We're going to also be discussing the threat to our liberties posed by the Biden regime. Of course, Biden falling today of all places at the U.S. Naval Academy. We're going to be talking about the Revelation 6 global uh, famine that is planned by the elite. That and much more here tonight on Truth Today. Well, thank you for joining us uh, tonight here on Truth Today. My name is Pastor Sharam Hayden with Truth and Love Ministry. My apologies for running late tonight. It's been a very hectic day uh, and uh, we just got behind a little bit on schedule. So thank you for staying with us and uh, thank you for your faithful support of our ministry, the Truth and Love Ministry, and also this program, Truth Today. Uh, folks, we are committed to speaking the truth in love on all matters. And there's much to discuss, much to talk about, much that the Bible speaks of, especially in these last days. Uh, before we get into our show, first I want to encourage you, if you're not on our website, please check out our website at tilministry.com, tilministry.com. Check out our events calendar. Uh, please subscribe to our email. Uh, check out our order page as well. And also on Rumble. Please check out our Rumble page, rumble.com slash Hadian, rumble.com slash Hadian. Three things that I ask you, please subscribe, please like, and please share that link with others as we continue to build up our audience after being deplatformed off of YouTube. Um, well, I want to get into uh, tonight's show. And we have a lot that, I, that, that has been on my heart, and especially tonight is June 1st. First of all, I want to share with you uh, something that is celebratory and gives glory to God. And that is my testimony. Uh, I wish I had time tonight to go into my full testimony. But tonight, June 1st, is my 24th spiritual birthday. Praise God. Hallelujah. Right? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Uh, the Lord gets all the credit tonight. Today, uh, 24 years ago, is when I got saved, when I came out of Islam, out of darkness, into the kingdom of light, into the kingdom of Christ, uh, the God of the Bible. And I'm so ever, truly, forever grateful for the work of the Holy Spirit and for the amazing people that God put in my path both before I became a Christian, during I became, you know, when I became a Christian, and then subsequently since in the last 24 years. The amazing people that God has brought into my life to pour into me, to witness to me, first of all, before I was a Christian, then since I became a Christian, uh, spiritual fathers and spiritual mothers uh, who are out there. Uh, my spiritual father, Pastor Mark Loramini in Seattle, Washington. My spiritual father, uh, William Shaw, who was... Uh, one of the people that God used to witness to me and answer my questions about Christianity. My spiritual mothers out there that are there, um, uh, like uh, uh, my spiritual mom, Nancy, uh, and, and uh, Mike, uh, who are in Washington State. Uh, we love you guys. We, we just praise you guys. And we, I thank God for every single person that God has placed in my life to bring me to this place. And I'm excited for all that is ahead. As always, I've said this, 
I don't want to just start the race well. I want to finish the race well. So um, we give all glory and, and praise to God for what he's done. Um, but it's also a sad time because 24 years ago, if I had thought about that beginning in the month of June, we were going to be celebrating, quote, Pride Month, where we were going to celebrate what is completely an abomination to God. The, the, the Word of God calls it an abomination. The Word of God calls it perversion. Um, these are not things that I say. These are things that the Word of God says about uh, mankind and sin and the sin nature and how we have come to a place where now we are celebrating not only this perversion and this sin, but how we are celebrating and perverting the rainbow, which is the symbol and the sign of a covenant that God made with humanity. A covenant not to destroy the world by the flood again. When God judged the world by the worldwide flood because of the wickedness of man, because of the perpetual continual evil upon the heart and mind of man, because of the destruction of the human DNA, which I, again, I've talked about many times, I believe happened during uh, or right before the flood where the, the sons of God intermarried with the daughters of man and bred a new breed, in effect, perverting uh, and altering human DNA. Uh, God had to intervene. And so here we are again in the days of Noah, just as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be before the coming of the Son of Man. And here we are. June 1st, where I'm celebrating my spiritual birthday. At the same time, we have to bring this hard message tonight. And it is grieving. Not only where the world is at, but it is, it is, it, it, it is a greater offense to God, in my opinion, where the church is at, where Christians are at. Christians who would call this month love that this pride, that this abomination, that this perversion, that this deviation from God's design and plan and purposes is somehow love, Christian love. May the Holy Spirit bring the utmost conviction to those who call themselves Christians, to those who call themselves believers, and yet celebrate what God calls evil celebrates what God calls perversion, celebrates what God calls an abomination. And these are strong words. These are harsh words, but they're words that the Bible speaks. The Word of God speaks these words because Jesus came to conquer sin, to defeat sin, to be able to give people not just salvation. Okay, boom. You said a prayer, you're saved, you're good to go. No, but to bring transformation, eternal life, and life abundant on this earth. And not so that we can revel and marvel or, or revel and, 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 and slop around in our sin like a pig in, in pigsty, but so that we can be set free. And for this ministry and for, for this born again, a uh, former Muslim who is now a Christian, I shall not in any way call evil good 
and call good evil. And that's my introduction tonight to looking at the Word of God and how we must rebuke this pride. We must stand against this pride humbly, humbly in the power of the Holy Spirit. We don't stand against pride pridefully. You can't have pride versus pride. We're going to stand against pride with humility, but with power. You see, pride does not mean that we deny the power of God in us. Pride simply means that we walk in that power and, re and re realize that it's not I, but it is the Holy Spirit that does the work in me. So let's turn to our Bibles tonight. And I have uh, a few different verses to go through. So if you have your Bibles, uh, turn with me. Uh, we're going to start in the book of Proverbs, chapter 16. Proverbs chapter 16. As always, we're starting in the Word of God. And here we go. Uh, starting in verse 17 and then verse 18. And you've heard verse 18 before, but here's verse 17. The highway of the upright is to depart from evil. Let me say that one more time. The Proverbs by the, the Holy Spirit as a wisdom is telling us the highway of the upright is to depart from evil. The upright person walks out their path departing from what is evil. He who keeps his way preserves his soul. Pride goes before destruction. Pride goes before the fall. Okay, is that um, instead of us celebrating God's promise that um, the rainbow was a promise that he would not destroy the world by the flood again. We are celebrating the wickedness, the sin. We are celebrating how wicked and evil the intent of man was and the corruption of the human DNA was. So, again, in Proverbs 16, 18, pride goes before a destruction and a haughty, a haughty spirit. So a haughty spirit is what? What does that mean if you're haughty? Well, arrogant is probably a good word, right? If you're arrogant, if you believe that you're above reproach, above judgment, above correction, you're untouchable. You're better than that haughty spirit before a fall. Better to be of a humble spirit, verse 19 says, with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. Better to be with a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. Then we're going to look at Proverbs 11. Okay? Proverbs 11. Starting in 1 and 2. Verse 1 and 2. Dishonest scales are an abomination to the Lord, but an accurate... Weight is his delight. When pride comes, disgrace follows. But with humility comes wisdom. Are we seeing a pattern here? So with pride comes what? Disgrace. With humility comes what? Wisdom. So we have to walk 
in a spirit of humility, uprightness. Then we have in James chapter 4 about how pride promotes strife. People, I, I was doing an interview the other day and someone said, well, do you think that um, standing for the things you stand at as a Christian, that that's causing division? And I've heard this so many times. No, it is the arrogance and the pride of those who are sinning that causes division. I'm not being arrogant by refusing to go along with evil, with what the Bible has called wickedness, wrong, sin. And so uh, verse 1 of James 4 says, Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure? That war in your members? You lust and you don't have? You murder and covet and cannot obtain? You fight and war, yet you do not have because you do not ask? This is the Spirit. Verse 6, look at this. But the Spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously but he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So this this attitude, this fighting comes, this strife, this division in our nation, in the churches, it's coming not from those who are standing on the truth. It's coming from those who are prideful and arrogant and haughty, and their their, um, desire is for pleasure, the self, the flesh, that is that that not recognizing that there's a war in my members, that my flesh is warring against the Spirit of God, and yet God jealously yearns for jealous, He yearns for us in a jealous manner, and, and yet in His grace, He comes to us, right? He wants to uh, give grace to those who are humble before Him, recognizing that, yes, we have a flesh. I'm not standing here saying, I, I, I do no wrong. I'm standing here saying, yes, I have a flesh. And yes, I sin. But, I, but in, in humility and in repentance, recognizing that, that I don't give in to the flesh. I don't give in to this spirit that is in, that, that, that not the spirit of God, but the spirit that is in the flesh, the worldly spirit, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes. I don't give in to this. Because God, what? Opposes or resists the proud. He resists those who are proud. So here we are going into uh, Pride Month. And Christians are embracing this? Don't you know that if you do that, that God will oppose you according to this scripture? God will oppose those who are prideful, who are arrogant, who are haughty? celebrating that which is clearly against the Word of God and clearly against God's design? Is there no shame? Do we no longer have shame? As God said to Israel back in the Old Testament, you have no shame. You're like a prostitute in a street. You're like a harlot that sleeps with every man and you have no shame. Where is the shame in America? There is such a thing as godly shame because godly shame is what is conviction. I'm not talking about an ungodly shame. Shame that leads to condemnation, not good, but shame that leads to conviction. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you, right? What did we say? Remember on my Tuesday show? 
resist the devil. We have that image, right, that I did on my show on Tuesday and the, the sermon that I'm doing, resist the devil. We must resist the devil with our humility, with our, uh, we must resist the devil with our humility, we must resist um, the devil and he will flee from us. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Humble yourselves, verse 10, in the sight of the Lord and he will humble or and he will lift you up. So what should we be doing in Pride Month? We should be humbling ourselves before God. And humbling ourselves doesn't mean to not resist the devil and not resist evil. Again, we are called to resist the devil at every turn. At every turn. But we are to do it in a humble manner, not arrogantly. Um, let me go through a couple more. This is in Psalm 75, in verse 4. Okay? I know I have a lot of verses tonight, but this is important. I say to the proud, do not boast. And to the wicked, do not lift up your horn. Do not lift up your horn against heaven or speak with an outstretched neck. The horn represents, just like in Revelation 13, right? Seven heads, seven crowns, seven, uh, or uh, seven heads, ten crowns, ten horns. They represent authority and power. God's saying, do not lift up your authority and your power against me. Don't think that just because you, the wicked, are now in power, the wicked rule, so the righteous people moan and groan. Don't think that you'll lift up your horn against me, says God Almighty. Because they are nothing. They're a speck to God. God laughs and scorns at the plans of man. He scoffs at them. He ridicules them because they're ludicrous. That his creation th that, that, that can think that they can overcome God Almighty. So do not be prideful, do not boast. And yet, what are they doing during, during this month? This month is all about boasting and being prideful and arrogant and then lifting up their horns their power, their authority, because they control Hollywood, they control our, our education system, they are controlling the, the major aspects of government, they are controlling corporations, they are controlling the medical industry, and they are controlling many of our churches. And we don't have enough pastors and Christians standing up with a backbone to say no, we will not, we will not give in to this idolatry and perversion. And finally, in um, Mark chapter 7, it says here, this is in verse, let's start in verse... Um, 18, and he said to them, Jesus, are you thus without understanding also? Do you not perceive that whatever enters a man from outside 
cannot defile him because it does not enter his heart but his stomach and is eliminated, thus purifying all foods. Of course, speaking to the perpetual attitude of the, the Jews and the early church, thinking that now we're going to put dietary restrictions on those who have become believers who are uh, blood-bought with the, with, the, with the blood of the Lamb of God, saying, listen, that which goes into your stomach uh, in it of itself doesn't harm you. Uh, although you do want to be careful about food that is strangled or drinking blood because that's in Acts chapter 15. That's a different story. There are certain things that we must abstain. So any food that has been sacrificed to an idol, any food that has been strangled or drinking blood is, should be a no-no. Then he says to them in verse 20, and said to them, what comes out of a man that defiles him? What comes out of a man is what defiles a man. For, for from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornication, murderers, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, and foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile a man. What's happening is from within. This LGBTQ trans spirit, I'll say it again, is a anti-Christ spirit. Because what is coming from within is evil. Verse 23 just told us all these evil things come from within and defile a man. Because what you're putting within and part of what is called evil is pride. Now we're not talking about being proud. Let me just quickly define this. We're not talking about being proud of something. I'm proud of my children. I'm proud of the Lord. I'm proud of the my brothers and sisters who are standing faithfully in this hour, I, I, there's things that we can be proud of. This is pride, and pride is haughtiness, arrogance. It's set against God. And there's nothing more offensive to take an entire month and call it a month of pride. It's demonic. The spirit behind this is demonic. It's an unclean, evil spirit. And one more time, pride comes before the fall, the destruction. That's what pride leads to, your destruction, your fall. And all these things, one more time, are evil. Because they're coming out of the man, the heart of the man or woman who has already been defiled. If you have a man or woman who's been blood-bought and sanctified and Holy Spirit-filled, we shouldn't see these things come out of them. Adulteries, fornication, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, and foolishness. Although we all can, you know, I'm sure have been foolish at times. So it's very important for us to understand. So I'm going to go to some headlines here and um, kind of playing along and going along with the theme of our show tonight. And again, it's sad that uh, on June 1st, I, I wish that I could just spend the whole show 
praising God and talking about the power of, of, of the Holy Spirit, especially in my life and testimony of how God, but I, gotta, I, I have to then be able to prepare us to stomach this coming month. It's already started, right? It's already in full blown um, insurrection to God. Full blown celebration. You want to talk about an insurrection? That's an insurrection. Here we go, the Harbingers, if you can bring this up dry. The Harbingers daily, the world wants to elevate pride, but it will lead to what? Destruction. The world wants to elevate pride, but it will lead to destruction. And um, it goes through in this article giving multiple verses where the Bible calls sexual immorality in particular. Remember what we're celebrating this month, supposedly, right? The whole LGBTQ plus, 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 plus. The whole thing. Bible calls sexual immorality an abomination. Genesis 2:24, Leviticus 18. Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is an abomination. If a man, uh, in verse 2013, Leviticus 2013, if a man also lies with mankind as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. Now, of course, that's under Old Testament law, Old Testament ceremonial law. We don't any longer put uh, homosexuals, lesbians to death, at least not in Christianity. Islam does. Islam still does that. They're still doing it. They're giving a thumbs up. But we seek to be able to reach those people who are lost and broken and perverted with the gospel of Jesus Christ, with the power of the gospel, with the blood of the Lamb to transform and renew and bring them out of that. Yet we're not doing that. Of course, Romans 1 um, Whoever also gave them themselves up to uncleanness through the lust of their own heart to dishonor their own bodies between themselves who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped um, and served the creature more than the creator. Uh, of course, it goes on to say about a man lying with a man, a woman lying with a woman. Um, and it goes on. It goes on. Marriage is honorable in all, and the bed undefiled. But whoever, uh, but whoremongers and adulterers, God will judge. So, the article is very interesting about how we see now an increase of pride and celebration. And this is consistent with Romans 1, where we see an increase, where we get to the point where depravity leads to then those who then celebrate and applaud that depravity. It's no longer just, oh, well, I'm tolerant of it. No, no, I'm, I'm going to, we have to, we're supposed to affirm it. We're supposed to affirm. Remember again, I said multiple shows now, I did a show a couple of weeks back about thou shall not lie about the gender confusion. Do not lie about it. Please go back. If you have not watched this show, go back and watch why we should not be affirming of this gender in, uh, confusion, gender insanity, all of this LGBT, and certainly in the month of June that has now been deemed as evil pride month, demonic pride month. 
Then we'll move on. Here's another article. Um, Gateway Pundit, new Democrat uh, governor of Arizona, Katie Hobbs, hangs LGBTQ flags above American flag at the Arizona Capitol. Celebrating that, you see the picture there where those, those flags are above the American flag. Then we have this article from the Gateway Pundit. Glamour magazine features pregnant transgender man. Okay, so you see the man's in air in quotes, because of course you can't have a pregnant man on the cover for Pride Month. Um, Dry, we gotta get this image. Can you come back to this? I'll move on to the next one and go to that because they gotta see this abomination. You wanna talk about an abomination, folks. Um, it's sickening. Um, but let, let's go, um, while, while you're working on that, uh, can you go to the next one? Um, yeah, yeah, that's the image I want you to bring up. But just go to the next image real quick while you're doing that. Quickly bring up the next image so I can talk about it first. Uh, it begins, uh, where's that one of the U.S. embassies? Already we're seeing United States embassies around the world, and this is nothing new, this was going on, it was under Obama, we saw this, but U.S. embassies around the world have uh, decided to fly the pride flag for the month of June to commemorate LGBTQI plus pride month. Um, this is, let's see, this one is in the UK, I believe. They, they hoisted this morning, uh, this is the United States Embassy in London. This morning we raised the pride flag at the embassy and are proud to fly it in support of all the LGBTQI plus people in the US, in the UK and around the world. This is coming from the United States ambassador to the United Kingdom. Um, in Israel, US ambassador in Israel tweeted, Tom Knights launched the Jerusalem Pride 2023 saying to the crowds, the US stands with the LGBT community. We love you. Knights took pride in high attendance of embassy staff. Then we see in Australia, United States Embassy in Australia, pride is a celebration of generations of LGBTQI plus people who have fought bravely to live openly and authentic, authentic, authentically. Um, and of course, they linked Biden's pride uh, declaration. In Ireland, the same thing. Um, Biden will allow U.S. embassies worldwide to fly the, to fly the pride flag. Um, reversing a Trump administration decision. So, wow, Trump was so bad that he didn't allow the U.S. embassies to fly the pride flag. Hmm. I miss those days. But no, you Christians who are against Trump at all costs, and, and, and yes, his personality, I don't like it. I don't like, his, speaking of pride, I don't like his pride. And I think pride went before a fall. I think if, if, if Donald Trump could humble himself, God would, I think, lift him up again. I think God, we gotta pray that. There's any chance for this nation or the federal government, we gotta pray that whoever is gonna be that nominee out of the Republican Party better humble themselves before God so that God can use them as an instrument. I saw much more humility in Trump in 2016, 2017, 2018 than uh, now. Um, 
And of course, the article says, uh, pride comes before the fall. United Embassy in Kabul, in Afghanistan, in a Muslim country, was celebrating Pride Month as the Taliban had launched its final campaign. They were doing that uh, last year as well. And in, ever since Biden's been president. So this continues. Um, so do you have that now? Oh, Lord, look at this. Oh, Lord. This is sick. Keep that up, please, for a second. I, 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 people need to understand and see this. So, okay, just understand, this is a woman. This is a woman who came out and is trying to be a man, but guess what? The biology inside of her is still a, hold on, Drea, is still a woman. And so through surrogacy, she got pregnant. But now she wants to be a he, but still wants to have a baby. Figure that. The insanity. End this insanity. But it will not end because this is part of an end times perversion. As I said, in the days of Noah, so shall it be before the coming of the Son of Man. Here we are, folks, in the days of Noah. How much more evidence do you need to just see the image that you saw on the cover of Glamour magazine this is in the UK, where the world is celebrating a dude or, or, or a woman who thinks she's a dude, but, but still has the biology of a woman getting pregnant. Uh, Logan Brown, a biological female, quote unquote, quote, uh, supposedly born in the wrong body, describes how she became pregnant with her partner, Bailey, who's, who's a woman. So Bailey and her pregnancy journey as a, quote, transgender man in the Pride edition of the fashion magazine. Bailey, by the way, is a biological male. What? And legendary non-binary drag performer in the UK. In the UK. What a messed up world, the days of Noah. Did you get that? So her, her partner is a man who's pretending to be a woman, and this gal is a woman pretending to be a man. Lord, whatever. Lord, just bring, bring clarity. Let us walk in humility so we can have wisdom to know how to navigate and come against. And that's why, and I'll, I'm going to say it here, and I'm going to say it at the end. We talked about Patriot Church. We're advocating that instead of Pride Month, this month be Prayer Month. So we are advocating that this is going to be the month of prayer to counter pride. We're going to humbly before the, before the Lord, we're going to stand our ground, and we're going to see in humility God restore God, restore those things that need to be restored. God, help us to restore. Um, we need to boycott. Um, let me go to, do we have the article? I don't think I have the article about um, uh, that Target had their, um, their uh, rating, their credit rating, uh, uh, lowered because they're in such a free fall. Um, Anheuser-Busch, we need to boycott. Starbucks, 
Ford. We need to boycott these companies, North Face. But here's one, we need to boycott sports and sports teams if, if they do what the Los Angeles Dodgers have done. Uh, calls grow for Dodgers to disinvite anti-Catholic group from Pride Night. I, I, I shared this with you last week about um, this just abhorrent group that's called uh, Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, an anti-Catholic transgender activist group. Uh, they're going to receive a hero award during Pride Night at the Los Angeles, Los Angeles Dodgers game. Um, a, a few of the Dodgers have come out, including um, they're going to receive, receive the Community Hero Award. This is unbelievable. And uh, I'm trying to get to the Dodgers. I just read his article. Um, where is it? Here we go. Um, uh, where is that other one that just came out? I'm trying to find. Oh, here we go. Blake, Tr Blake Trinan. Um, he wrote a long letter sharing his Christian faith uh, about many of their performances are blasphemous and their work only displays hate and mockery of Catholics in the Christian faith. Um, he went on to say, the single event aliens, the fans and supporters of the Dodgers, Major League Baseball and professional sports, people like baseball for its entertainment value and competition. The fans do not want propaganda or politics forced on them. The debacle with Bud Light and Target should be a warning to companies and professional sports to stay true to their brand and leave the propaganda and politics off the field. Trinian concluded by declaring his Christian faith and quoting Joshua 24, 15, but as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Amen to that, folks. This is the kind of courage we need. A third major league player added his voice to the chorus of opposition on Tuesday as well. In a lengthy tweet, Washington Nationals pitcher Trevor Williams stated, as a devout Catholic, I am deeply troubled by the Dodgers' decision to reinvite and honor the group, the Sisters of, Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, at their Pride Night this year. To invite and honor a group that makes a blatant and of the deeply offensive mockery of my religion and the religion of over four million people in Los Angeles County alone undermines the values of respect and inclus inclusivity that should be upheld by any organization. So we need to do what we can to boycott, to come against, to, to speak out against, to pray against, to pray against um, these teams. But too many Christians will say, no, no, no. It's just love. Let's just get along. Let's just be tolerant. I'm going to go to the game. I'm going to enjoy the game. I'm going to drink my beer and eat my hot dog and not stand for anything. We got to stand and have backbone like, like these players who actually stood. But this is just, you know, unbelievable. Um, and... Oh, um, there's another article I was going to cover about Chick-fil-A being woke, but... Um, because Chick-fil-A uh, has been and, and continues to cater to diversity, equity, and inclusion in, 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 their, uh, in their promotion. Uh, I think many of us are, are a bit bamboozled at times by Chick-fil-A. So we'll leave that one alone for now. We got to move on. I'm going to take our, our, our commercial here, but I'll say this again one more time. The month of June should be a time of, of, of prayer and a time of boldness. We need June to become prayer month, to become pro-life month, to become godly month.
We need to take back what the enemy has destroyed or is perverting. And it starts with us. And at the end of the show, I'm going to give you guys uh, just some things to pray about today. Tomorrow's Friday, uh, Saturday, Sunday, uh, Monday, and Tuesday when I'll be back with you guys again on Tuesday. Um, what is Tuesday? Uh, let me... Um, what is Tuesday? Come on, the 6th. So we'll be back with you on the 6th. I'm going to give you some prayers in a minute. But uh, just quickly, I want to encourage you again, um, visit our website, tilministry.com, tilministry.com. Please subscribe to our newsletter. We don't send them out that often, but we do send them out. We do have to put some good content in there. So please subscribe to the newsletter. Check out our events calendar. I'll talk about that in a minute. And then also our order page. Um, also check out our Rumble page, rumble.com slash Ramhadian, rumble.com slash uh, Please check that out. Uh, three things again, uh, subscribe, like, and share. Um, also check out our podcast. We now are doing podcasts on MP3. Here's the link uh, on all of those platforms. Please search Truth Today with Sharam Hadian on any of those platforms you see on the screen there, Amazon Music, iHeart, Samsung, Podbean, and so forth and so on, um, and you will hopefully find us there. Uh, also, uh, speaking of our, our, our order page, our two brand new DVDs, number one, the one's already out, is our great pushback. Please order your copy, Count, uh, Preparing the End Time Church to Counter the Great Reset. This is a must-see if you don't have a copy, please, please support our ministry. Get a copy, tillministry.com slash pushback. Also, our brand, brand, brand new DVD, One World Religion Rising, Contending for Christ Against This End Time Deception, is coming out at the end of June. Uh, Pre-orders will be on the website starting uh, Monday. So look for Monday, Monday the 5th of June. We will have the pre-orders up on our website. So if you go to our events, uh, our order page, on our website, you should be able to see a pre-order for this brand new DVD if you want to start getting your pre-order in. It really helps us with the pre-order because we have upfront expenses for production and it helps us to know how many to order because the way our, our DVD production works now, we have to order them in batches of 300, 300, 300. And so we need to know how many to order uh, for our first batch, our second batch, and so forth and so on. So please check that out. Speaking of our events calendar, check out our events calendar. We have a busy, busy, busy trip coming up. This is going to be a busy, my longest trip since I went to Israel in 2017, 10 and a half days. We're going to be starting in Wisconsin, in Milwaukee, uh, Friday night, June 9th, uh, at a youth conference. Uh, the events, that, that information will be posted also uh, over this weekend. Then um, Sunday, June 11th, I'm going to be in Priest River, Idaho, speaking at Priest River Community Church in the morning, 10 o'clock, and then 5 o'clock special presentation that is... Um, do we have that image? Yeah, we, uh, no, no, we don't have the image for this one. It's called the battle, the battle between the battle for obeying God versus government. And it's a brand new presentation, 5 p.m., uh, Priest River Community Church. I'm not sure if it's going to be live streamed. If it is, we'll put that on the website. But uh, that's going to be Sunday night, June 11th. Then I head to Montana, June 13th in Kalispell, the great pushback, June 15th in Great Falls, Montana, the Great Pushback. June 16th in Helena, Montana, a One World Religion Rising. I'm tired at this point. Then drive back to Idaho. And then June 18th, Father's Day, I'll be speaking at Candlelight Christian Fellowship in Idaho on a new talk for Father's Day. 
You have that image, Dryel. Let's bring that up, please. Called The Battle for Godly Masculinity, Dads on the Front Lines. I love this image. I love this image. I love this image. The Battle for Godly Masculinity, Dads on the Front Lines, Sunday, June 18th at Candlelight. Um, then I'll be heading back home, and then we will be having a, a, a presentation. Uh, I'll be speaking at Patriot Church, and then uh, Sunday, June 25th at 6 o'clock, I will be having a presentation at Patriot Church in the evening. I have not decided if we're going to do a prophecy update or my new, new, new talk, which is the one about obeying God versus government. So I'm still praying about that, but put that on your calendar as well, and I will um, be looking forward to seeing you guys all. Finally, um, this is the, the part where we remind you that we cannot do these programs and this ministry without your support. I do not work for a church. Uh, I do not, um, uh, we, we, we do not have any set income. We, we, we trust the Lord. We trust all our su supporters and we have phenomenal, phenomenal. You guys are phenomenal supporters. But if you would prayerfully consider a one-time donation to the ministry, uh, you can uh, do that at this link right here tillministry.com slash donate, tilministry.com slash donate. It is secure. You can also do it online or mail a check to P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee, 37802, P.O. Box 4523. You see on the screen there, Maryville, Tennessee, 37802. Please make checks to Truth in Love or Truth in Love Ministry. And then finally, of course, we ask if you're able to commit more long-term we are praying for those 300 supporters that will pray for us on a regular basis and support us on a monthly basis or a bi-monthly basis. $5, $10, $20, $50, $100, whatever amount the Lord puts on your heart. We are so grateful. Thank you for all of you who are Gideon. Thank you for all of you who, who pray and support this ministry. You are such a blessing to us, and I pray the Lord will bless you richly. Okay, let's come back, Drya, from the break, and I want to cover uh, an update on the... World Health Organization's power grab that we talked about in our last show, um, or maybe the, I'm sure maybe the show before that, I think, one of the last two shows. Uh, Harbinger Daily, again, let's go to this article. Undermining, we have this right there, undermining national sovereignty efforts to stop United Nations World Health power grab accelerate. Um, we know this is by our friend Alex Newman. Uh, amid a major power grab by the United Nations World Health Organization, seeking to further empower the global agency, lawmakers and leaders across the United States are stepping up efforts to protect self-government, national sovereignty, and the rights of all Americans. In fact, many in Congress and beyond say it is time for the United States government to defund and even withdraw from the WHO once again, as Trump had done. Biden put us back in. Uh, last week, governments from around the world sent delegates to the annual WHO assembly in Geneva, they will meet until May 30th, which of course has already passed. The main objective of this year's uh, CONFAB is to radically extend the organization's power over healthcare and citizens under the guise of improving health or what we covered, which is a global health emergency. And remember, that can mean uh, viruses, that could mean um, gun control, that could mean climate crisis, as they're calling it now, all those things. And from what we heard, and I saw a video from Michelle Bachman, former congressman from Minnesota, Michelle Bachman, who was on the ground, she said that unlike last year that Russia and some other nations opposed, she said no nation was, was opposing the 300 amendments that were on uh, the table. 
and that the Biden administration is fully on board. This is not good, folks, fully on board. And they're looking then to, to, to amend, to get it ready, and they want to vote on this next year in 2024 at their next summit. So by 2024, it's to codify everything they're doing. And if they do that, the world will change forever because this is fundamentally giving up national sovereignty over to the United Nations, the World Health Organization, which is heavily, heavily, heavily supported, funded by China. Um, it is uh, very, very uh, concerning. But um, there are some, according to the article, uh, who are fighting back uh, something called the Sovereignty Coalition formed to fight the WHO assault on self-government brings together a broad alliance of conservative leaders, organizations, and lawmakers uni united in the effort to preserve and restore national sovereignty. Now, I have said the solution to this is not going to be in the Congress because I don't see Congress having the, 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 the guts or the backbone or, or even the numbers to stop this. Uh, it is going to come down the states and local. Uh, the states, at the, at the, at the state level, States um, uh, exerting the 10th Amendment, nullifying this unelected uh, power grab uh, and saying we will not cede authority, we will not go lockstep, we don't care what the federal government is doing, we will not do this to our citizens. That's, that's going to be Im Im imperative. And then local, your county sheriffs, the county prosecutors elected, not appointed, elected. Appointed or no good. Elected sheriffs, elected prosecutors saying, no, we will not enforce these World Health Organization mandates. That's going to be the key. That's going to be where I'm going to put my effort between now and next year is putting pressure on our county commission, our, our county sheriff, our county election officials, and maybe at the state level to say no. Florida has already done it. Florida has already said they will not implement any uh, pandemic treaty or pandemic accord that comes out of the World Health Organization. So big fight ahead of us. Um, then, then uh, let's go to uh, the article from our friend Leo Homan. Uh, this is a um, jaw-dropping article. Globalists reviving up plans to engineer global famine and starvation. 13 nations agreed to convert over to less productive green farming methods. So I'm just going to read you a couple of paragraphs here. The global, the global climate cult is getting ready to kick its war on food into overdrive with 13 nations, many of them major cattle and food producing states led by the United States, Argentina, Brazil, Chile, and Spain, signing onto a commitment to place farmers under new restrictions intended to reduce emissions of methane gas. Because, you know, it's all about those farting cows because those, those farting cows are destroying the planet. You know, forget all the globalists flying around their private jets and, uh, uh, and, and, and uh, you know, all of the uh, horrible um, forestry practices that continue to lead to fire after fire after fire after fire in the Northwest and in Canada. Uh, oh, that doesn't pollute the earth. That doesn't affect the climate. Um, the Global Methane Hub announced in a May 17 press release that agriculture and environmental ministers and ambassadors from 13 countries, including the United States, have signed a, a, a commitment that pledges to reduce methane emissions in agriculture. The U.S. was represented by none other than who? John Kerry, right? We talked about that. Um, so um, the article goes into what this practically means. The bottom line is this is really bad news, folks, for 
the agricultural community. This is why it's so important. We keep advocating. It's so important that we practice setting up, connecting with local farmers, local ranchers, who we can support them, pay them to for their meat, for their chickens, for their produce, and keep them in business. The longer we have that su supply chain going back and forth, supply and demand, the more we will be self-sufficient, the more we will have alternative systems, the more we'll be able to resist this global insanity. But here's what I want to point out. In my opinion, this leads, this is preparing the way for the fourth seal of Revelation chapter 6. This is a prophecy alert, okay? So right now, folks, I'm bringing you a prophecy alert, a prophecy update, because we must alert you to when prophecy is happening. And I believe right now we are witnessing this event that is fulfilling prophecy. Revelation chapter 6, once these seals are open, verse 7, and when the Lamb opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come. Then I looked and saw a pale green horse. Its rider's name was Death. And Hades, hell, followed close behind. And they were given authority over a fourth of the earth to kill by sword, by famine, by plague or pestilence, and by the beasts of the earth. So by famine, global famine is part of what has been prophesied in Revelation 6 as happening either before or at the beginning and during the tribulation or at least the beginning of the tribulation. And so this is what we, I believe, is now being laid. The foundation is being laid. A global war on food a global intentional war to destroy the food supply, destroy individual farmers, and create famine. Why? Can you go back to the article for a second, Jaya? For Leo? Why? Look at this image. Look at the top of that image. Because it is all about depopulation. This angel is given authority to do what? Take a quarter of the earth. Over 2 billion people, according to, to the current numbers, if you, follow, if you believe that we're actually over 8 billion and have not dropped, remember we covered that a few weeks ago actually from Leo's article, that potentially we've dropped a billion people since the beginning of COVID, thanks to the deaths and uh, inoculations and sterilizations and miscarriages and low birth rate, um, a, a sudden death, all these people dropping dead. So, we know that famine is a part of this. We know that famine is going to be a part of the enemy's tactic, part of this beast system, and I believe we are seeing it come to pass. So please read that article. Please read that article. Um, and uh, quick update on Iran. Again, as part of pro prophecy update, this is a prophecy update. Uh, Iran warns. Do you have that article there, Drya? There we go. Iran warns. Uh, sorry, Israel warns Iran. Their presence will not be tolerated as Syria reports IDF strikes over Damascus. The article basically is talking about how the Hezbollah-led factions now control large areas of eastern, southern, and northern Syria. So east, south, and north. Not west, which, is, which is borders Israel. But uh, uh, those regions of Syria uh, border Iraq, 
Iran has a massive presence in Iraq with their militias. They're, they have a massive presence in Syria with Hezbollah, that is a proxy of the Iranian mullahs, the Iranian regime. And we know that Iran is part of the access of Ezekiel 38 and 39, the Gog-Magog access of Rosh, Russia, uh, Turkey, uh, uh, Persia, Iran, uh, Libya, Sudan. Uh, this is coming to pass, folks. Uh, so, uh, you know, we've seen this escalation obviously a number of years, but now they have major control over the nation of Syria, preparing ultimately, I think, with Russia and with Turkey for at some point um, moving in, which could fulfill that Ezekiel 38, 39, Gog, Magog, right at the beginning of the tribulation, which means we're very close. Look up, we are very close to the tribulation. I believe the Antichrist is on the scene for sure. Um, and this rages on. And we will leave tonight on a sad note, which also I think is a prophetic note, and I'm including it in this prophecy update alert. Let's go to the headline from Leo. The leader of the free world falls down. You may have seen, if you saw the video of Biden falling down of all places where he was at the Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs. A young cadet with a big smile accepted his diploma from the 80-year-old commander-in-chief, then turned to salute the crowd. The leader suddenly lost his footing. The leader was Joe Biden, and he took a nasty fall on this day, June 1st, the first day of Pride Month, a day in which this same leader has ordered U.S. embassies around the world to fly Pride flags, giving special honor to the LGBTQI plus community. Um, we were going to play the video. I thought against it because I just didn't want to embarrass. We have the video. We, obviously, we don't have the video, right, Dre? We thought against it because we didn't want to embarrass this fool who is not running this nation. But to Leo's article, to Leo's point, I think this is prophetic. I think it's a prophetic moment because the embarrassment of this man who, who has multiple times fallen going up the stairs of Air Force One, doesn't know where he is. Even when he got to this thing, if you, if you saw another video, he doesn't know where he is, doesn't know where the stage is. Um, he is completely, um, there's no doubt in my mind that there should be an impeachment. There's no doubt in my mind that they should invoke the 25th Amendment. This man is unfit for office. He is not running this nation. He is a shell. He needs to be in a nursing home along with Fetterman and all the other, uh, um, uh, who's the, Diane Feinstein from California. I mean, it, it's embarrassing. But to Leo's point, I think it's very apropos and very timely. This is a prophetic image of America. America has fallen. We have stumbled and fallen over ourselves, America, because of our pride because of our pride and how fitting that it would happen on the first day of a month that th this nation and this government mocks God by celebrating and, and hoisting up the pride flag and the, the absolute mockery of the rainbow. So I agree with Leo. I think this is more than just an, an, an accident. I think that this was something that indeed was um, fitting 
uh, for this hour. And we, we're, we're, we're in a time of great deceit, folks. We're in a time of great deception. And many Christians want to just go along with this insanity. But I'll remind you one more time, pride comes before a fall. And how ironic that on June 1st, the leader of this nation representing America that, that the world is laughing at fell. He fell. We got to leave, but I want to um, end it on this note. As I mentioned to you on Tuesday, we were celebrating my son, Jariah, who's behind the camera producing these shows. Um, he's 18 years old and he graduated from uh, our homeschool academy, which uh, is all of our kids. Um, we, um, we homeschool our kids. We're, 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 we're proud, not prideful, we're proud of our kids. We're, we're proud at the opportunity, so grateful at the opportunity to be able to homeschool our kids. It's been such a blessing. And I recommend if you have kids out there, please consider it prayerfully if you're not doing it. Or, of course, a Christian school. But in my opinion, we've got to get our kids out of these government schools. Uh, it, it, enough is enough. But listen, uh, we're pro I'm proud of my son. Um, I'm excited for what God has for him. I want to show you a picture. Uh, this is a picture of his graduation. Uh, we, had an, we were on our deck, and we had an amazing, amazing sunset. Look at that. And he, he graduated summa cum laude, uh, which means that he got a th higher than 3.7 GPA, so we're proud of that. He's worked hard. He already has done a year, a year of um, college courses uh, by doing uh, what's called, what is it called, dry early start? Head start, dual. Uh, sorry, dual enrollment. He already has one year of college courses under his belt. Um, we're very proud of him. Here he is getting his diploma from his mom, who's also his teacher, who's also the principal of our academy. By the way, he was the valedictorian. He gave the speech, but he was only, the only one in his class. <laughs> so he was he was the only one in his class, but he gave the speech um, as a valedictorian. Gave a funny speech. And we're very proud of him. So I just thought, um, for his sake, if you want to, uh, to send him a, a note, uh, congratulate him and pray for him. Uh, here is our website address. Go ahead and bring this up. Uh, if you just want to put a note in the mail or whatever, say congratulations, Jariah, J-A-R-I-A-H, P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee, 37802. I'm sure he would be blessed by that. Appreciate that. And I appreciate your prayers for all that God has for him this summer. He's about to go this summer to a discipleship school for a week, um, which we pray will really pour into him and prepare him for the next season of life. It, it's a concentrated week of discipleship school down in Orlando, Florida. Uh, we're excited for him. And of course, we're excited for all of our kids. I'm so proud of all my kids. Um, but most, most importantly, I want to teach my kids to love the Lord and walk humbly before their God. Amen. Love the Lord, seek justice, and walk humbly before their God. For me and my household, we will serve the Lord. So I want to say God bless you guys. I want to say um, have a blessed weekend. We will see you June 6th. Oh, by the way, here, here, real quick, I know we're so, so long. Here is our prayers uh, today. Please pray for pastors. Uh, tomorrow, please pray for pastors' families. On um, Saturday, Pray for the children, our children, parents to train them up in the Lord, protect them from the spirit of the age, uh, break people's hearts and show them your heart for the children. Uh, this is a prayer for the Lord. Um, Sunday, pray for government leaders, for godly leaders, for godly values, exposing evil in government, removal of ungodly leaders. Then uh, Monday, 
Um, by the way, we have our, our, our uh, stand conference at Patriot Church, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I'll be speaking Monday uh, before lunch. Spiritual leaders and mentors. And then on Tuesday, pray against economic collapse. So we'll be talking about that more on Tuesday in line with this global agenda for uh, famine and economic collapse, folks. We're going to pray against it because we're going to pray for that pushback and pray that God will have his way. So thank you guys for being with us tonight. Have a blessed weekend. Prayer month, folks. Prayer month, prayer month, prayer month. Be in prayer, not pride. Uh, counter the culture, counter the world. Stand for Christ, contend for him. Honor him. Let's honor him in all that we do. He deserves it. Lord, we love you. We bless you. Have a great weekend. I'll see you next Tuesday uh, live in person at noon Eastern.